Hi, my name is Mitra Manesh. I'm a servant. I serve through teaching, coaching, consulting, or any other way that I can find to share what I know with those who want to know. And this Lights On podcast is one of those ways. It was created with consciousness and mindful living in heart. So join us as we travel through many roads of learning and transformation together. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us feedback by rating us five star and share us with others if you think they may benefit from it. On behalf of my team, I thank you for your presence. This week's podcast is about how to ask wise questions and take wise actions in life. I was teaching a class called Change Your Question, Change Your Life because I believe we are always answering a question by the way we make decisions, do things, or pay attention to things. So uh, whether we're aware of it or not, we are answering a question. So this class was created around that idea. And someone asked me, how do I ask better questions? So we had talked about the fact that many of our questions are basically at survival level. We focus on problems and issues instead of solutions and moving forward. But there's also a reason for that. We do that because we have unmet needs. And here I talk about turning our complaints into a tool that can actually tell us more about our needs. And then from that place, we can get curious about wise actions. Let us walk into the class and listen together. How do we form our question? And this week is all about that. How do we form healthier questions? Where do we go from when we're in complaining mode or when we are even in comprehending mode? How do we change our questions? So where do we go when we want to find a better question? First of all, the question that you need to ask is, by listening to my complaint, what is it that I'm seeking? So when I tell you that nobody ever, and usually listen to those, especially if they has ever, never, always, these are good signs for, for complaining questions because they're usually not accurate. When I say nobody likes me, nobody has it as bad as I do, whatever it is that I'm complaining about, the question is, and this is very, very important, to identify what is the need, what is the unmet need underneath that. So when I say nobody understands me, okay, so what is the need? we can guess that I have a need for connection, right? I need to connect, which we all do, to other people and I'm not connecting the way I want um, or the amount that I want. And I'm hence concluding that nobody likes me or nobody you know, wants to be with me or whatever it is that, that I'm seeking. So it's important that you identify the need behind the complaint. 
We do that sometimes if, if you've had children with children. So you translate what children want. And this is very interesting. Parents do that sometimes naturally. You translate it into what they're crying about. So if a child, just think about your complaining mind is a child under your supervision. If the child is crying, you say, I want this, I want that, or you never give me this, you never give that. You just listen to it and see what, what is the need of this child. And that child now resides in your head. And we need to ask it, what is the need that you have? What is, I wonder, what is the true deep need that I have? And sometimes there are layers to the need. And sometimes we have covered it up with a lot of other things. In fact, the louder people are, the more unmet needs they have. The more I always talk about, because uh, I work with a lot of um, schools, and they talk about bullies in the school. And if you ever really sit alone with these bullies at school that I hear like horrifying stories about, that they did this, they did that, they took the lunch, they took this, they kicked me. And I talk to them and I realize that they are, they have the highest, highest on number of unmet needs and hence they're acting out. So a complaining, loud, overthinking, overactivated mind probably is dealing with a lot of unmet needs. So this is a, a, an art of turning our complaining and voice into really understanding voice. I wonder what is my unmet need when I have this complaint, when I am making statements like this. I wonder what is my need. And as I said, you may need to go a little bit deeper with this. And again, it is not analytical. I know Diane is going to ask me a question about this. It's not an analytical thing. It's really understanding thing. It's the kind hearted thing. It's like you sitting with a loved one and saying, tell me, Diane, what is it that you need that it's not being met? It's like a very gentle, very loving very loving and very gentle. It's not like, you know, I wonder what it is. I have this, I have that. It's not just the um, hierarchical basic needs. It's not just shelter. And sometimes it is. It's not just food. And sometimes it is. But it may be something deeper. Maybe it's food for the heart. Maybe it's food for love. Maybe it's hunger for connection. Maybe it's hunger for recognition and being acknowledged. So, just recognizing that is the most important part of this. So we're turning our complaining into recognition, understanding of, I wonder what is the unmet need behind this and beneath this. And then from there, that's the step number one, if you like. The step number two is, then I wonder what would be the right question. We're translating here. You're learning a new language. It's just you need to learn the vocabulary. You need to learn the whole laws and regulations. Now you are asking if you've... And by the way, you don't need to even be that accurate with the identification of the need. You don't need to be that accurate. Anything that you start will get you there because... If I feel lonely, if I feel no connection, in, in this case, a lot of people say, you know, nobody understands me. And if I start, start somewhere else, 
it will eventually get me there. Don't worry. It is not a diagnosis. You don't need to be accurate. You just need to be asking that question. You need to be changing your seat from here to there, which is basically, I'm here for you and I want to hear you. You are really learning to hear your inner, deeper voice of need. And then you ask in this new language, which is not a language of survival, it's the language of growth, it's the language of thriving. How do I form that? So if the connection was, was the issue, then I say, I wonder how I can find people, where I can find people that I can connect with. Because I may not be very good with these people, but doesn't mean I can't connect with anybody or, you know, all the people in the world. It just means maybe these people or this person is not the kind of person that I, I need to be with. So you change your question. I wonder and allow this wonder to, to be a, a long wonder with a lot of, you know, oh in it, wonder. It's not a wonder. It's a wonder. Allow it to be a gentle question. And then, of course, from that question, then again comes the wise action. I wonder what is the next step? That's when the mind comes in for the implementation of your finding. So here, the, the key is to turn your complaining or venting even into need identification. Basically, to be honest with you, that's all I do when I work with people. They tell me a story and they usually say, what is the method, Mitra? I say, I have none. They say, so where do I start? I say, start anywhere. They say, but you must have. I said, no, tell me, what's the worst thing in your awareness right now? You, you don't like the parking in my office? Start there. That's good. Because I see a pattern. I see the deeper yearning. I see the need. And we become savvy. We become skillful in identifying the need. Because without practice, what happened was when we heard a voice in us that was like talking about some problems and complaining, we either shut it down. Or we gave it a soapbox and let it be always venting. Or we just pretended it never, ever was there. Again, I'm grossly generalizing. I'm saying without awareness, without practice, without knowing normally, that's what we do. But now we're saying, here, come and sit with me. Come and sit with me. Tell me what is your deepest needs. Why are you saying what you're saying? Where is this statement coming from? And I don't want to hear about the incident. I want to hear about something deeper than the incidents because we all have incidents to report. Oh, it was because Mitra said this and, and she did that. And, and okay, but, but beyond Mitra, what else happened? Is this a pattern for you? Does anybody else do that? Yes, usually people say, yes, people always do that to me. So look for that need. And once you have the need, it becomes very easy to really ask the more skillful question of, how, and you may not have the answer right away, and the answer may be a long term, but once you go from the problem to the solution, and that's all we're doing here. When I'm complaining, I'm standing in the problem zone. And when I'm saying, I wonder what my needs are, or I wonder how I can address my needs, I have shifted from the problem zone to a resolution and reconciliation zone. 
And that shift alone allows me to see my problem that felt unresolvable a minute ago to be in a different perspective for me, in a different way. So we really are taking it to a higher ground. We are taking it to a better ground. And we're saying, from this perspective, I wonder how I would look at my question. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you, or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.